Alright, so I'm just now hearing about this Andrew Tate character. Um, I've never heard of him, never seen him before, but apparently he's kind of been on the rise in popularity over the last year or two. Um, apparently he's really popular amongst young men in Gen Z or even younger, uh, kids who are still just going into high school. And apparently he's very controversial when it comes to his ideas about men and women and the roles that they play in society. Apparently he has been labeled a misogynist, uh, very misogynistic, and I haven't heard all of the things that they're claiming is misogynistic from him, but I have heard a few things. I've been looking into him today. As the news came out that he has been banned from Instagram and Facebook, um, because he's dangerous, apparently. And so I was curious, as somebody who is not allowed to use Facebook anymore because of my opinions, it sparks my curiosity. I haven't been kicked off of Facebook. I decided to stop using Facebook because I wasn't going to agree to these new terms and conditions that they put on me specifically. And I'm sure they do it to other content creators who talk about politics and um, social issues, but they came to me personally and gave me a new set of terms and conditions to agree to because apparently I have more of an ability to influence the way people think politically, which, okay, whatever, but they wanted me to agree to new security measures that I'm just not comfortable with. And I think if I was to agree to those security measures, then they'd have a lot more access to my content. They would just have more control of my content, and I'm not okay with that. So being banned from social media is the whole censorship issue, the control that the left has over the public arena, the, the place where we all go to speak. You know, they say that like Twitter is the new age public square where we go to voice our opinion. It's more like social media is the public square. This is where we go to voice our opinions. This is where we go to be heard. So when politicians have so much control over the public square and what can be said and what cannot be said, I find this very interesting. And so when somebody gets banned, I want to look into it and see why. So here on the New York Post, it says controversial social media influencer, former reality TV star Andrew Tate banned from Facebook and Instagram. Tate, 35, was banned due to violations of Meta's policies on dangerous organizations and individuals. So it's very interesting to me that the social media site is labeling him a dangerous organization and or individual. And I looked up these policies and you know, they they create these policies to make it seem like they're doing what's right by people. You know, they're protecting us from terrorists or they're protecting us from supporting terrorist organizations like the KKK or some Middle Eastern terrorist organization. They're trying to prevent hate crimes from happening or the support of hate crimes happening and apparently that's their policy on dangerous individuals and or organizations. 
Um, so in the guise of safety, they take away our freedom. Because when it comes down to it, you have two choices, safety or freedom. If you want safety from the government, then you have to sacrifice freedom. But if you want freedom from government, you sacrifice safety. A anarchic society is going to be dangerous. You don't have the protection of the government, the protection of the government, but you have more freedom. With that being said, we choose safety or freedom. And in this society that we live in today, most people are choosing safety. They want to be safe. They're scared. We live in this anxiety-ridden society and people want somebody to protect them. They feel as if they can't protect themselves, so they look to the government to keep us safe. That's why social media sites with the support, you know, of course, they're in bed with the media and the government and um, big pharma, big tech. You know, all of these people are in bed together and they're working as one big government to keep us safe, to keep us dumb, to keep us down. So this sparks even more curiosity is why do they think this man is so dangerous? So of course I had to go into an Andrew Tate rabbit hole, look up some different people's opinions and see some of the things that he said and then kind of form my own opinion. And I have some of those clips that I've taken from the little rabbit hole that I went down and I want to share them with you and give my opinion. So we're going to start with um, Hassan Piker and he was watching a live stream that um, Andrew Tate was doing with some other Twitch streamer that I'm not aware of. Um, I don't watch much of Hassan Piker. Um, you know, I agree with some of his stuff and I don't agree with some of his stuff, but I think in this clip here, he made a really good point. So this is Hassan Piker's opinion on Andrew Tate. And before I play it, I also want to mention that I'm going to point out first why people think this man is so disgusting. And I mean, from everything that I've seen from Andrew Tate today, I think he makes a lot of good points about what's going on in society overall, but he ruins his credibility with this whole like cool guy persona that he's projecting, which is like, I don't know, I think it's coming from real insecurity. And this is what um, Hassan Piker brings up right here, but it's just disgusting to me. And I think it ruins a lot of his credibility. I think that Andrew Tate could have a much better impact if he wasn't such a disgusting, you know, kind of cringy character. Anyways, here's Hassan Piker. I am one of God's favorites. I'm the most famous man on the internet. I'm also a four times kickboxing world champion. I'm also extremely smart and sexy and funny and interesting. I have everything. Dude, there is a there is literally a fucking barrier, okay? If you do not meet the barrier of self-security and confidence, you listen to this guy reinforce these kinds of things about himself by constantly claiming uh, that he is it and you think, "Oh yeah, that guy's really fucking cool." Real people that have it don't regularly need to fucking say 
that they have it. What do I always say? If you claim you're a fucking alpha, you are not an alpha, okay? Those concepts are ridiculous to begin with. I'm not even gonna get into that, but whatever you think an alpha is, you are not it. And the people that will agree with that, the people that will agree with that kind of rhetoric also are deeply insecure. Most of them are young. They will grow out of it. They will become more confident. They will start achieving success in their lives and they'll start recognizing that it's bullshit. Yeah, so like I said, the dude can be pretty cringy, um, and he has said some pretty off-putting things about women and his view on women's, and I have another clip from Lauren Chin, who is a conservative uh, YouTuber. She posts a lot of uh, really good videos with really good points, but she leans way more conservative than... Um, I like, I mean, you know, I'm not on any side of politics. I'm not a leftist or a righty or I don't like Republicans or Democrats. I don't care for conservatism or liberalism. I don't put myself on the political spectrum because I don't like politics, period. You all know that I don't want any government at all. I'm an anarchist. Um, but with all that being said, I like Lauren Chan. I think she is very um, respectable, really calm and collected. She makes really good points. Um, and I don't always agree with them, but I think she's a good role model for women. And that's why I wanted to use her clip to look at some of the things that Andrew Tate has said about women and then hear a respectable woman's opinion her take on these things and i agree with her take this is it right here i actually agree with some of what andrew tate says here but i i don't think it applies to all women like he seems to state i think it specifically applies to the instagram thoughts that he makes the choice to surround himself with one of tate's most viral and controversial tweets was from 2017 where he wrote if you go out meet a guy, take his drinks all night, go to his apartment drunk, start to kiss him, and then he grabs your tits. Not harassment. If I left a million dollars outside my front door, when it got stolen, people would say, why was it there? Irresponsible. Take some personal responsibility. This zero blame game is damaging to the female cause as a whole. Protect yourselves. So Tate's critics have taken that quote and now like to use it as a way to say that women are responsible for being raped. Personally, that's not how I read that. I kind of read it that as a woman, if you're leading this guy on the entire night, you go back to his place and you know, he makes a move on you. It's kind of hard to claim harassment because it's like, it seemed like you were into things. And I, I don't think that quote is as bad as people have made it out to be. I don't like the way he goes about a lot of things. And I think Tate is under the impression that all women everywhere are just sleeping around. That's not true. That applies to a very specific subset of women, which admittedly is bigger now than it ever has been due to things like social media culture and feminism and just the decay of our cultural morality. But it's like when it comes to those specific women, is he wrong? And I say this as someone who comments on women, not because I want to trash them, but because I want to help them. Like honestly, Tate's ultimate message there is ladies, be more careful and cheesy with who you sleep with, which yeah, 
Yeah, I agree. His advice for men on how to improve themselves when it comes to just conquering the world, uh, it's not the worst. And I can see why it appeals to so many of them. But when it comes to how he deals with women, let's just say that I think he would be happier if he dedicated himself to trying to find a good and honest woman. And uh, unfortunately for him right now, a good and honest woman likely won't be attracted to the kind of persona he's he's built up so yeah i completely agree and um i think the reason why social media giants are portraying him as so dangerous that they have to remove him from their platform they're portraying him as this really bad misogynist and, and there's parents on reddit and there's teachers on reddit talking about how their students all look up to this man and that all of these young boys are starting to have misogynistic views because of Andrew Tate. There's one there's one instance that I saw on Reddit. I don't have a clip of it, but um, a lady was saying that one of her students refused to take an assignment from the teacher because she was a lady. And so I think that the fear is that Andrew Tate is influencing young men to be dangerous towards women. And he has said things about how to handle women by like putting your hand on their throat and just like shit like that, which I don't know the full context. I don't know the full, I didn't watch those clips, but I've heard him I heard people talk about him saying those kind of things and you know some women like that honestly um, I think there was a clip of him like I think there was a report of him getting in trouble somehow because a video leaked of him hitting a girl with a belt but then the girl later came out and said that it was consensual she agreed to that kind of treatment and some women love that shit. So um, I think that is dangerous, but I don't think it's so dangerous that he needs to have his voice removed from the public square. Like he's no allowed to, he's no longer allowed to voice his opinions. Um, maybe he is a bit misogynistic. I don't 100% agree with the way he talks and treats women, but he's not around the kind of women that I would want to be around. You know, like Lauren Chen said that he's surrounding himself by Instagram thoughts, by those kind of women. I, I don't like those kind of women. That kind of energy that they bring is really toxic. And he sounds like he's a very kind of a toxic man to be in a relationship with. I don't think that he's attracting really good women respectable women like Lauren Chen and so yeah I think that it can be dangerous when young men look up to a man like this uh, because then they start to treat women as inferior or less than um, you know they look at him like he's the cool guy he's rich he's got a lot of money he gets to have sex with really attractive women but I don't think it's this man's life and the and the fact that it's projected on social media is the problem. I think that if these kids have good parents, 
then this isn't going to be a problem. And so I think that there's a bigger issue when it comes to why do young men look up to men like this um, who live this kind of lifestyle. And I think it has a lot to do with the degradation of society and the fact that parents aren't there to teach their kids anymore. They're not, there's not any respectable parents teaching their kids how to be respectable. A lot of these parents never grew up in the first place. So how can these parents who are kids themselves teach these kids how to be respectable, grown people? So I think there's a bigger overarching problem than just Andrew Tate. And like I said, I don't think this is a cause to remove him from the public space and and not let him voice his opinions anymore. That is dangerous. Like, if you have a good counter argument to Andrew Tate's beliefs and the way he feels about things, then make that good counter argument to prove him wrong and get people on your side. That's how you win the battle of ideas. If his ideas are wrong, then present the right idea. And if it turns out to hold merit, then you can shut him up that way. But don't take away his ability to voice his opinion. That is wrong. That is evil. We should all be able to speak freely, voice our opinion however we feel. Um, yeah. And with all that being said, I think that that is all the the guys, you know, that's that's what they're saying that they're censoring him for, or they're not using the word censor. They banned him from these social media sites, and that's that's why they're saying that's why because he's dangerous for for young people to grow up and and follow his influence. That is the excuse. Now I think that there's a real reason why they're censoring him, why they're removing him from these platforms. And um, I found some really good clips of him speaking some very hard truth, some truth that everybody needs to hear. Like I said, I don't agree with his lifestyle and the way that he holds himself a lot of the time. I think he's very arrogant and cringy and uh, probably very insecure um, and then he projects this bravado this false bravado and it's just super cringy but he is very wise to the way that the world is being controlled at the moment and that's why they want to shut him up and the number one way you're going to destroy racism if you really want to destroy it is to stop talking about it Stop discussing it. You think that's a solution? I think it's the beginning of a solution. Okay. I think if we just look at police brutality as opposed to police brutality versus white, black, Asian, let's look at a police brutality. Right now we have this stop Asian hate thing going on. And yeah, it sounds like a good idea. Okay, stop Asian hate. Cause you see some Asian person get beat up and it's on the internet that I guarantee yesterday when that Asian person got beat up, a black guy got his ass whooped and a white guy got his ass whooped. Just the same. People get ass whoopings. Like, why do we have to put a race on the ass whooping? Stop ass whoopings. St why, why add a race in? Mm -hmm. Stop police brutality. Why add a race in? Why are we adding race to everything? If, if all you look for is the same thing and you add a race taint to everything, then you're going to see racism. I, I truly believe this is propagated by the ruling elites on purpose. Why? They, because when a black billionaire meets a white billionaire, 
Do you think there's any racism? Do you think they care? Of course, he's a billionaire. I'm a billionaire. Both our yachts are in Monaco. He's from Algeria. He stole all the gold. I'm a stock market, whatever. There's no racism. The racism's for the poor people. Because if you keep the poor people divided, they can't wake up long enough to do what I did and read about how money works. Because if they do that, we're got big trouble, right? <laughs> then the slaves will wake up. You don't want to deprogram the slaves. So you have to convince the slaves that it's not the monetary system's fault that you're broke. It's not the monetary system's fault that you continue to work for a set number of dollars and the price of houses just keep going up and up and up. It's not the monetary system's fault. It's the white man's fault or the black man's fault or the Asian people's fault. Someone else's fault. Because if the poor people all fight each other, they can't wake up long enough to look up and go, ah, oh, there's not actually that many of them. Ah, okay. Mm. You know, and we can change things. And this is what's crazy about it. I think all this stuff, feminism, racism, all these things, I think they're all control mechanisms. They have to keep the poor people fighting amongst each other. Because if the poor people all unite, then it's much harder to control us. That's all I really truly believe is happening. I believe we live in a world now where the people who are truly in charge of the world are scrambling, trying to find new mechanisms to control people. They're scrambling because the internet has allowed us to think for ourselves. The old mechanisms of controlling people, the old propaganda machine, like the Vietnam War. Oh, tell them they took one of our boats, put it on the news. Now we can go send young men to die in Vietnam. I was in Vietnam. You got, I'm military aged. Now when I go to Vietnam, we're all happy and smiles, right? Four years ago, they'd be shooting me. Like all those people died there for what? It's stupid. The whole thing is stupid. And they lied on the news about why we even went there. But now that we have the internet and now people can look and fact check things themselves to like, oh, okay, well, our propaganda mechanisms, they still work. Corona's proved a lot of that. They still work, but it's getting harder and harder. So we need to distract the people. We need to distract them. Did you know all the police are racist? All of them. Every single police officer is racist. You know, they're going to kill you for no reason. Did you know that? Yeah. So like I said, he is on point, 100% on point with the way that the elites or the people on top, the people who are really running the world and controlling the world, this is how they control us. This is how they are controlling us at the moment. And this is why they want to shut him up because he makes these points and he has such a huge following. And that's why he is dangerous because if he's influencing young people in this way, not to be misogynists, not to be players, not to be pimps, not to be uh, whatever, like if he's influencing young people to open their eyes to the games that the people on top are playing, then he's a threat. He's a threat to their rule. He's anybody who speaks out, anybody who speaks truth against the ruling elite gets silenced. They try to shut him up. Alex Jones, even though Alex Jones is wrong a lot of the time, he's right a lot of the time too, and they're trying to destroy him. Anybody else who's getting removed from social media platforms because they speak out against the ruling elite, they get silenced. They, they, they're shut up. They haven't shut me yet up off of YouTube or all of these other platforms yet because I don't have a following. I'm not a threat to them because I haven't gained a following yet. Maybe in the future, if I gain a following, they're going to try to take me off of these platforms. I guess it's a blessing and a curse that I don't have a huge following yet because I'm still allowed to get on here and speak my mind. But if I ever got up to four or five million subscribers, then they're going to take me off because I have influence. They're taking Andrew Tate 
off of the internet because he has influence and they want to destroy his credibility because he's a threat not to young men but to their power um yeah so there you have it i know this one was a little longer but i feel like this was a great topic that needed to be discussed i think that andrew tate's voice needs to be free to be heard to be he needs to be allowed to speak his mind everybody has that right why take away this man's right yes he can still sit at home and talk with his friends and and open his mouth and speak his mind that way but you're removing him from the public square his ability to communicate with the public square share his ideas with the public square debate with the public square that is evil you're taking away his right to speak how much worse can it get like that's that's fucked up let's be real that's fucked up when you're taking away people's rights he's not hurting anybody you know like i would get it if he was out here calling you know people to to hurt people like yeah i, I understand but but no he's just talking he's just speaking his mind um as far as i know uh that is why they're trying to silence him but i think that this is only going to make him stronger possibly you know like i forgot what the effect is called but by trying to destroy somebody you actually make them stronger and you see this with alex jones and everything that they're putting him through right now they're not going to get rid of him they're only making him stronger and that might happen with andrew tate i don't know if his popularity and the money that he has i don't know if he's on that level of Alex Jones to where you know you can't destroy Alex Jones you can't cancel Alex Jones you can't cancel Joe Rogan these people have established themselves so strong in society that you just can't cancel them no matter what you want to say whatever kind of propaganda whatever kind of lies you want to twist and make up about these people you can't cancel them I don't know if Andrew Tate is on that level yet but I feel like this might just this might only make him stronger, especially the fact that these clips still exist. Like if I put this clip out and these other podcasts that he's done, these other clips that other people have put out that have millions of views, these clips still exist. So those ideas are already out there. Are they going to wipe them all out? Are they going to remove this video because he's in it? Are they going to remove me from posting this on Instagram or whatever because he's in it? You know, that's kind of part of their policy that we spoke about in the in the beginning, the policy saying that, you know, they will remove dangerous people or organizations. But in the policy, it also said that people who are supporting these dangerous people and organizations, and I don't support Andrew Tate, I don't care if he fails or not, you know, like, what I support is everybody's right to speak their mind and to debate and I think that good points need to be made which he made and if you have a counter argument then make your counter argument and if your counter argument holds up then you destroy his and all is right but the fact that you just want to remove him from the conversation altogether means that you're scared to lose that battle 
Anyways, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening on whatever platform you're listening. Please like, subscribe, follow, comment. Let me know what you think. All of that good stuff. I really appreciate you guys, and I'll see you next time. Peace.